Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3297. Well, first it was the writers, now it's the actors. There's a strike order happening, and we'll talk about what it's going to do to Star Wars productions for the near term and potentially the long term. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. Although I guess maybe that description isn't necessarily as accurate when we have to talk about what's happening in Hollywood right now. There was a strike order authorized by the Screen Actors Guild Union, which went into effect just about a half hour ago, half hour from when this podcast is being published the audio version at least, and it'll be about 10 hours after the video version comes out. So here's a select list of things that actors are not allowed to do now that the strike is on. We know acting on camera, fine, but performing stunts, that affects Star Wars obviously, piloting on-camera aircraft, I don't know if that actually applies, quite honestly, but, I mean, flying drones would, but those generally aren't on camera. Puppeteering and performance capture or motion capture work, so yeah, absolutely applies to Star Wars. And that's the on-camera stuff. The prohibited off-camera stuff includes voice acting, ADR slash looping, when they don't have the sound right when they're actually filming it, so they go into a studio and record stuff afterward. Um, TV trailers and narration, Stunt coordination, for which The Mandalorian always gets nominated for Emmys in that regard. And then it goes into background work. And I'm just sharing a few of these here because when you see all of these things listed out, this was from a strike order sent out by SAG-AFTRA, you realize just how much of this applies to the creations that we all get to enjoy. All of these Star Wars productions, and of course all of these Hollywood productions naturally, but just in terms of Star Wars, like also stand-in work and photo and body doubles, like... Yeah, that's also Star Wars work. Fittings, wardrobe tests and makeup tests, rehearsals and camera tests, scanning. So when they're scanning your likeness to be used digitally later on. And here's where it gets even crazier. They're not allowed to conduct interviews or auditions or any promotional or publicity services. And they have a whole list of stuff that includes tours and personal appearances, conventions and fan expos, festivals for your consideration events, panels, premieres and screenings, award shows and junkets, and also podcast appearances too. So basically, just thinking for the immediate near term, all the promotional activities that Rosario Dawson and Natasha Lou Bordizzo and everybody else associated with the Ahsoka cast, like anything they might have been doing, they're not going to be doing. As for other productions in the pipeline, well, starting with Skeleton Crew, we weren't even given a year of release at Star Wars Celebration, and we still haven't gotten it, so there's no way to know where we are with that one. We're totally in the dark. We know they're in post-production, but how far along is really in question, and considering the fact that they can't do any you know, voice acting or ADR or looping means that 
if they've got to you know do anything in that regard in the post-production side of things they're shut out and then if there are any reshoots or pickups that they have to do then they're certainly shut out of that as well if lucasfilm is lucky then they are already locked and they just haven't told us yet so i guess we'll have to see with that as far as the situation with the acolyte goes that has a 2024 release date and presumably would have been in the first half of 2024 because andor wasn't scheduled to come out until the second half of 2024 at the earliest as far as we know they were done filming in may and so they're in post-production right now but considering the timeline for when skeleton crew wrapped their principal photography and when the acolyte did the chances are that there are still going to be reshoots potentially and adr and narration stuff happening for the acolyte that now can't happen because of the strike then you get to the Andor series, and we still hadn't heard necessarily whether production was fully shut down on that, but if it wasn't before, it certainly is now. So for that, the second half of 2024 as a release date is now officially in jeopardy. It depends on what order they're actually shooting all of their episodes in. If it turns out that they are shooting in something resembling the chronological order of the episodes they want to release, which, you know, is not really a reliable thing to count on as far as filming goes. There is an outside possibility they could still have some stuff running in the background, but yeah, I think at this point, we're probably looking at and or pushing out into 2025. And then there's season four of The Mandalorian, which was theoretically going to start filming this fall. Now, yeah, that is in question as well. So take what you read in there with a grain of salt. But Deadline Hollywood published a story quoting anonymous executives with studios saying that their strategy is going to be to dig in until writers start losing their houses, losing their apartments, and getting closer to Christmas so that way they are just broken homeless and are ready to come back groveling to the negotiating table. And one studio executive was quoted as it being a, quote, cruel but necessary evil, unquote. And there's so much wrong with that statement. And apparently the backlash to it was so immediate that within minutes, a spokesperson for the studio negotiating folks said that whoever these anonymous sources are, are not speaking on behalf of the negotiators or whatever, but that spokesperson didn't actually allow their name to be quoted. So anonymous sources denying the comments of anonymous sources, yeah, not buying it. Now, as far as Lucasfilm specifically goes, so we haven't heard anything about this from Kathleen Kennedy, but they caught up with Bob Iger at a conference and he basically said, you know, our industry has been disrupted by COVID and we're recovering and now the writers and actors are just disrupting our situation again and it's really bad timing. So yeah, that's just one more reason why it seems like the strike is going to go on a lot longer, unfortunately, and that means Star Wars productions are going to get delayed. So basically, this just becomes one very slow, long game of chicken to see who's going to blink first, whether it's going to be the unions or the studios. And yeah, with the studios, it's going to come down to the pipeline, right? Like they are always years ahead and have things in production. And so they're going to go through the pipeline and then without more stuff feeding it on the back end, they're going to start running out, which is going to start hitting their revenues. And when their revenues get hit, then the stock market and Wall Street are going to be mad at them and pressure is going to come from that way. 
So basically, as long as the writers and actors can hold out until those negative returns start happening for the studios, if they can do that, then they can negotiate the contract that they've been hoping to negotiate and get the protections that they've been fighting for. So that's what's happening with strike actions right now and how it will affect Star Wars productions and promotions in the near term and what might happen as we look ahead to the rest of the year and beyond. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyrighted by star wars 7 by 7 we hope you love it